Welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast, where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. You are listening to the Weekly Warrior Podcast, and I am your host today, Connor Mueller, and I'm here with my husband, Mr. Corey Mueller. How's it going, babe? Amazing. (laughs) Every day I'm reminded why I love you. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. I've had a great day. It's my first day of my off season and cleaned the whole house, mopped all the floors, vacuumed all the carpet. And went and shot my gun a little bit. Been a good day. Played some video games. Yeah, it's been a good day. Yeah, and now we're podcasting. And now we're podcasting. Literally almost couldn't be any better. What a productive day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we've, yeah. Been, we've been checking a lot of things off the list lately. We sure have. Yeah. Bones, cut this part out. Annie's being a dick. <laughs> let me let me let her out. Do you want to write down the timestamps, babe? Yeah. So that was right around a minute. And Annie she, has left the building. <laughs> yeah. She just needs the ability to get out and escape yes. if she needs to. Yeah. Okay. So then picking back up. So today we're going to talk about a challenge that we all did. You, myself, Bones. And this challenge came about because back in episode 152, we talked about the fight against ultra processed foods. So it's a really good episode to start with. If you've not listened to that episode, go back to 152 and then come back here. In that episode, we just talked about bringing more awareness to the ingredients that we're putting in our body. And our Patreon, that's right, we have a Patreon. Our Patreon was posed with a challenge to become more aware of these ingredients that we're ingesting every day in the foods that we're buying. And before I go on and explain this challenge, I want to let you all know that you, too, can join our Patreon. It's $5 a month, so it's like a cup of coffee, and you get episode extras. You can find a link to join in our Instagram bio. You can also join by going to patreon.com backslash join backslash Weekly Warrior Podcast. Yeah. So buy us a cup of coffee and we'll give you all these episode extras. <laughs> yes. So anyway, the challenge that we created was we had different levels and people could pick which level they wanted to start with and pick how they wanted to progress through these levels. And the level we chose was a level we called the Awakened Warrior. And the, awar- the Awaken Warrior stage was where you spend a month, you read food labels, and you purchase foods with five ingredients or less. 
Mm-hmm. So you're reading all your labels and purchasing foods with five ingredients or less. And hopefully you're able to pronounce all of those ingredients and all of those ingredients resemble real foods. Got it. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm really curious to dig into our experiences. So, babe, I want you to recall early in that month when we first started. And what were some of your early experiences or observations? Uh, the first big observation was it's really hard to stick to eating foods that don't have toxic vegetable oils and slash or buying foods that have five ingredients or less from the store. Um, mm-hmm. It limits your it limits the amount of food options that you actually have, which is good and bad, I've found. So those were two of my initial takeaways. What about you? Yeah. At the beginning of the month, I remember we started right away. We didn't pick a day to start. We kind of said, we're going to start now. We're going to start with our next meal, which I kind of liked that we did that. Yeah. Yep. I found the first week pretty easy. I, I work from home. I felt like all the foods in our house were pretty solid. They were five ingredients or less. They were whole foods. And then also early on in that month, and it was in the first week, we went out to eat once Mm -hmm. with a group of friends and we went to a brewery. And so we instantly found this situation where we have no idea what the ingredients are. Yeah. However, I would say you and I both picked menu items that were different from what we normally get at this brewery. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I normally get uh this is at Clam Lake Beer Company in Cadillac, Michigan, and they have like uh they call them tachos, tater tot nachos, <laughs> and they're pulled pork, uh like beer cheese. Man, they're so good and so bad all at the same time. I get them every time we go there. And yeah, we wanted to go out and enjoy this uh, like social event. And I think we both just, without even really talking about it, just still enjoyed it, but made like a better decision. I think I got a wrap. Mm-hmm. I think I got some sort of like a grilled chicken wrap or something. And that felt pretty good. I, I didn't have an issue with that. Um, but yeah, I... I felt like it was easy. It was almost too easy to dive right into this because I had just, so I just had my meeting with my wild health, uh, functional Mm. or, uh, precision medicine doctor and his biggest thing for me for like longevity. And I think this is a general thing for everybody is staying away from highly processed foods, ultra processed foods is, you know, what he was calling them. And anything that comes in a package that has a bunch of ingredients and, you know, the, any of the hateful eight for vegetable oils, that type of thing. Basically, if you don't have it in easy access in your pantry, don't eat it. And so after seeing some data on my health report and having this recommendation from this from my wild health doctor, it was like it was almost a no brainer to dive right in. Um, 
so yeah, I'm, I thought it was interesting. You said it wasn't hard to just start. And we started with the next meal. That's exactly like as soon as I met with the doctor after that appointment, it was like, okay, the next meal is going to be this way. And we already did a pretty good job anyway. You know this. Like, we don't have a lot of those things in the house. And we try to avoid a lot of these highly processed foods. But I have a bad habit when, when I go to work or I'm mm. outside of my home environment. I tend to stray off the path more easily than you do. And what I found was like, that went away. It was like, okay, I'm on the mm. path. I'm not coming off of it. And this is, this is going to be good. So every day there was a, a plan for food at work. Or if there wasn't, I made the best with what we had. And then I just dealt with it. I wasn't going to the gas station getting combos. I wasn't going to the Burger King and getting food. It was just whatever I could pack and having a good plan going into it. So yeah, I I wanted to reflect a little bit on what you said about how easy it was because it, it really was. Once I saw data in front of me, mm-hmm. the data was like, okay, here's the motivation. It's not just like this thing that you kind of like look at off in the distance and say, yeah, I should eat mm-hmm. healthier. Yeah. So I can be I can be healthier. It was like solid evidence and facts in front of my face that it was like, okay, here's what happens when you eat like this. And so, yeah, that's, I, yep. That's another big takeaway for me was how easy it was. Yeah. Wild health and meeting with your, your functional medicine doctor served as a nice launching pad into this month. Yeah. Cause like I said, we already do really well at home. We make a lot of stuff and we cook all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are, so we already do well, but this was more motivation for what I needed to start being more, I don't want to say strict because strict is the wrong word. It's just like mm-hmm. just staying on the path while, while I'm outside of the house, while I'm at work. So, yeah. Yeah. I, what you said about you leave to go to work and that workplace environment is outside of your control. Yeah. I have a much higher control because I work from home on what foods right. come into our house, which yeah. helps me automate good decisions. Right. But I remember you sharing a work experience where you went to work and there was some, I don't remember what was there and you might recall what was at work in the workplace. Because your workplace is like everyone's workplace. It's a place where people bring treats, baked goods. Sometimes work is a garbage can where people don't want it in their own house. So they bring it to the workplace to dispose of it. Um, And dispose, the way I'm using dispose is they give it to their coworkers. Yep. And... But yeah, you shared an experience with me where you came home and you said, you know what? There was something at work. It was X, Y, or Z. And I just said, that's not for me. Yeah, I don't even remember what it was. Might have been donuts. Mm. I, think it was, I think it was maybe donuts. I can't really remember. But yeah, that was like a, a first for me in, a, in maybe a long time. I don't think ever, but uh, where somebody brings in something yummy. And I turn it down. It was a very empowering motto. And I use that. I still use that. I still use your motto. I'll just say, no, that's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like what we said during like 75 hard when we weren't drinking. It's like, I'm just not drinking right now. It's not that yeah. I'm never going to drink ever again or I'm never going to eat this thing ever again. It's just, I'm just not having it right now. Yes, it's a lot that has to do with mindset. Mm-hmm. I think where, where I noticed this isn't a struggle necessarily because this is something we already do, but you and I, we both like treats, like the occasional treats, yeah. cookies, whatever it is. And yep. I remember early on in that month, we Tristan Tristan was staying at our house yeah and you all can hear Tristan he's one of our hunting experts so you guys can listen to him on the weekly warrior hunt cast but he was staying with us because you all were hunting and I remember I wanted to make cookies for everybody because you guys were out hunting and we were coming back and I think I made chili and I was like oh we should have a treat yeah and I remember Going to the store and looking at ingredients that would go in the cookies, so chocolate chips, M&Ms, things like that. And I ended up buying the Good Life chocolate chips, which Mm -hmm. had maybe three ingredients in them, Yeah, which was amazing. And then I also bought another brand called Unreal, Unreal M&Ms which again, they had slightly more ingredients, but everything I could decipher on the label. There were no mysteries on the yeah. label. Yeah, I think you got those. Didn't you get those at Apple Valley, the health food store? Yes, I think you're right. I think I did yeah. get them at the health food store. Yep. Yeah, but I remember that was really early on in the month. And then also really early on in the month, I wanted a treat and I ended up making chocolate at home Mm, yeah do you remember this yeah yes it's kind of like a fudgy chocolate but it's made from coconut oil and cacao yeah cacao (laughs) cacao (laughs) um but that was that was a good treat too it's very rich too so you don't you don't feel like you have to eat a lot in order to god i cannot eat a lot of that (laughs) yeah it's heavy but so speaking speaking of caring about the ingredients we put in our bodies. We just got some new high quality stuff from our friends at Earthfed Muscle. Oh, and yeah. we tried something new this month in that we tried their protein bars. Oh my God. Yes. It was good. Do you remember the flavor we tried? They were the friends with benefits. It's peanut butter yes. chocolate. Yeah. That was good. And they these are made with ingredients that you can read and pronounce ingredients like peanut butter, grass fed whey protein isolate, honey, dates, egg whites, coconut oil. They were awesome. They were gone pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah, we ate there was 15 in the box and we ate them in like three or four days. days. Yeah, (laughs) they were so good. I was not expecting them to be so good. And there was, I think there was like 20 grams of protein in each one. It's not super high, but it's one of the, it's like a little treat. Yes. And, but it, it was also, it felt very wholesome and nutritious at the same yeah. time. When we had those in the house, that was the first thing I would wake up and eat in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. We're, they, they make three different, they make three different flavors of those protein bars. There's like brownie batter. And then a cookie dough one, which I, I mean, I'd like to try all of them at this point. I'm yeah. sold on the earth fed muscle protein bars. Yeah. Um, I wasn't for a while. I was like, ah, I don't know. 
seem kind of expensive because I think box of 15 was like $36, which seems a little bit pricey, but oh man, they're so good. And you could probably make those. Well, the whole idea is you could make, you could make those in your own kitchen, but it's really nice that they're packaged and done already for you. You know, I mean, the macros are really nicely labeled for you. If you make them yourself, then it just gets a little more complicated, but yeah. Yeah, Earth-Fed Muscle. And we got the Morning Charge Coffee Creamer, which yeah, I personally, this is my thing. I know you like black coffee. That you're, I mean, you're a coffee snob, so I get that. But I like a little creamer. I like uh, having a little bit of flavor in there and a little bit of sweetness. And I've tried some other like healthy clean creamers in the past, and they're really gross. And they typically have a shit ton of bad ingredients in them, too. Mm-hmm. Um. And the Earthfed Muscle Morning Charge is like a game changer because it's just enough. It's not overly sweet, and it's got like 500 milligrams of lion's mane mushrooms mm-hmm. in it or whatever. So it's got it's got like an interesting nutritional makeup um, with a bunch of like an interesting micronutrients and um, five grams of or four grams of collagen protein in each scoop. So. There's a lot of benefit to it, and I, I mean, that was also a big win from Earthfed Muscle this month. Yeah, I, you're right. I didn't end up putting the powdered coffee creamer in my coffee. However, I was making some hot chocolate, and I would put it in the hot oh, chocolate, yeah. and that was phenomenal. That's the good stuff right there. That was really good. Um, we might have to do a price check on those protein bars. I think they come out to less than two fifty a bar, and so if you're getting really high quality ingredients and really value those that this type of thing like we do, it might be worth it. But I also want to add, if you go to Earthfed Muscle and use code Warrior Ten Warrior Ten at checkout, you'll get ten percent off your Earthfed Muscle order. Yeah. Yep, we're sold on it. Bones got us hooked, and it was when we were out in California. It was awesome because Bones and Jess, Jess is Bones' <laughs> girlfriend, who are working on getting on the podcast. She is a wholesaler because of the gym affiliation, and she had like every protein flavor, and it was like uh, a a protein uh, flight every yes, day. It was you got great to try. trying all the flavors. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Speaking speaking of treats. You had you had an experience once or twice during the month where you were out hunt- hunting and you got really hungry and you stopped at a general store. I know one time oh, you bought man. gummy bears. Did you buy gummy bears both yeah. times? Do you want to share no. this experience? Yeah. So um, when out, I was out hunting, I don't remember if I was sitting all day or whatever, but long story short, I just hadn't eaten enough during the day and I was I was very hungry and when we get really hungry we enter a phase that we call the fuck it and when you hit that phase all of the things that you have said that you want to do and goals that you want to achieve don't matter so i think i walked into on my way back from hunting i walked into it was a little grocery store in leroy michigan and i was i went in there for something i think we were going to make cookies at home again And so I went Mm -hmm. in there for like chocolate chips. And while I was in there, I was extremely hungry. So what I 
ended up doing the first time, it was a bag of pretzels. It was peanut butter filled pretzels. And I actually looked, I looked at all the labels on all the stuff because I, I was trying to make a good decision. And ultimately it was Snyder's peanut butter filled pretzels. The, the second to last ingredient was canola oil. So mm. I was like, ah, fine, mm-hmm. I don't care. It's the last ingredient or the second to last ingredient. There's, it's just a little cancer. That's basically what I told myself. It's just a little cancer. That's fine. Yeah. So I check out and uh, get into the truck and I'm driving home and I probably had like three pretty big handfuls of them. And I kind of like was swallowing the last little bit of the third handful. And I just thought to myself, like, what am I even what am I doing? This is this is not what I want. This is not what I want to be doing right now. And so I I think I might I think I called you um, and I was like, hey, I just wanted to, like, talk this out because um, I'm having some food guilt right now and I feel like I made a bad choice and I want to just let it out and be done with it. Um, I bought a bag of pretzels and you, I, I told you at the beginning of the call, I said, I don't need you to like advise me. Cause I, I know, I know what's up. I just need you to listen. And you did. So got off the phone and I like rolled the pretzels up and they were sitting in the passenger seat. And I thought about like, I was like, Oh man, a little bit more wouldn't kill me. A little bit more wouldn't kill me. It's fine. And, um, I, I didn't end up breaking back into him and I got home and threw him in the trash. Um, and I hate doing that cause I feel like I wasted $4, but mm. you always say like you're, it's going to end up in the trash either way. Like it's either going to be, you know, in the toilet from you or like, <laughs> yeah, it goes in the trash right now. Like it doesn't and your body doesn't have to be the trash can. So that was the first time. And then it happened again. Where I went to the same store, and then this time I bought some gummy bears, and I was like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. gummy bears are gonna be great." And about it was like the same. I think I I think I had two handfuls of gummy bears, and I had the same realization. And I don't even think I called you this time. I think I just came home and I like exclaimed it as I walked in the door. <laughs> yeah, and then threw them in the trash. Um, so yeah, I. It's a it's a fine line to walk because especially when you're really hungry, like I said, you, you get into that fuck its point. And but the fact that I was able to like stop myself and think about it a little bit a little bit was extremely encouraging for me and something that a few years ago I never would have been able to do. And it never would have crossed my mind and I would I would have ate all of it and then I would have felt really guilty about it later. So <clears throat> that for me was a, was was a big growth moment i felt um and i i think that all of that has helped moving forward yeah that's huge so there's there's a story after you threw the gummy bears away that i need to fill you in on mm. because the gummy bears didn't die there yeah, I know. I know what happened to him. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> you don't know it. You don't know the full story. Oh, so, really? Yeah, I have a confession. So your your dad, your parents were staying with us. Your dad resurrected them from the garbage. Yeah, he pulled them out of the trash. Yeah, he said, I'll take care of them. Yes, he pulled them out of the trash. Yep. Your dad, do you know what he did with them? He put them in the uh, guest bedroom slash your office now. <laughs> yes, he put them on the bookshelf in my office, which sits right next yep. to my desk. 
And I noticed them the next day. And I just like looked at him and said, oh, that's where those ended up. And then it didn't cross my mind the rest of the day. And then the next day I did the same thing. I kind of saw them and thought, oh, yeah, stupid gummy bears are still there. (laughs) And then the next day it was bucket o'clock and I was really hungry and it was towards the end of the day. And I thought, man, gummy bears sounds so good. (laughs) But they've been staring at me for three days. Yeah. And so I opened them up and I was like, I'm just going to eat the red ones. (laughs) Those are my favorite anyway. I'm just going to eat the red ones. So I ate the red ones. Then I started eating some of the orange ones. And I got, I, I don't know how many I had. I had a handful or two, maybe, maybe 10. Call it a dozen. Call it a baker's dozen. And yeah. <laughs> I had an instant headache. I'm not kidding you. Instant. Yeah. I ate them. Yep. And then all of a sudden, my head was killing me. And I thought, these damn gummy bears. And I threw them away. I just threw them in the trash yep. right then. I was like, I know this. This is why environment is so important, because when we let it into our environment, somebody, either yourself, someone you love is going to eat this. Yeah. And I was thinking about another experience before we traveled, because travel was a piece of this that I think we should talk about. And one thing we love to do, you and I love to do, is we like to go out to breakfast every once in a while. Yeah. And there's this hidden gem in in our area called the Blue Heron Cafe. And it's a farm to table brunch spot. Yeah, they source a lot of local stuff. Yes. So there was one day, I mean, overall, going through these weeks, we had eaten out maybe once. We yeah. were planning on going to brunch. We were traveling the week later. So we're like, yeah, let's go to Blue Heron. Like, We were really intentional about choosing to go there because it is farm to table. We do feel better about the ingredients. We don't really know. We're not in the kitchen. We don't really know what's going in the food. But yeah. I remember we sat down and... The one thing we did, they do make donuts there. We did split a donut when we were there. Mm-hmm. We sure did. But yeah, then a, sure did. then a week later, we we flew to Fresno, California to visit our pal Bones. Yeah. Yep. And I think we'll probably talk at some point about our trip to California. But one of the coolest things about that trip is <clears throat> I felt like. For the most part, like I would say probably 80% of the time we ate really well, um, which on vacation typically doesn't happen. I normally get back from vacation, feel awful, mm-hmm. have way overdone it and it, like has set me way back in like for my in my case, weight loss. And with our trip out to California, I felt like we made pretty good choices most of the time. We didn't drink very much. We were pretty active. We worked out multiple times while we were out there. And uh, yeah, I felt really good about it. I felt really good about our trip out there. And the worst part of the entire trip for me was one of those fuck it moments in the airport. I ended up getting Panda Mm -hmm. Express um, and it wasn't even that good. But like I was bound and determined to get it. And just like, yeah, just like you said, 
the feeling that after, especially after eating so clean for as long as we had been, when you eat something like that, it's almost like an instantaneous, like really bad feeling. Like your stomach starts to feel upset. Mm -hmm. Just you feel greasy and nasty. Um, the headaches, like you said, like a lot of that stuff kind of goes away. I noticed that one of the big things for me, because we, we ate extremely clean, I would say for, the longest period of time that I've ever done it. And uh, the biggest thing that I noticed was the mental clarity. Mm. I had, I felt a lot of mental clarity and I felt a lot of just like relief at the end of each day, knowing that, you know, I, I ate well and I ate nourishing food. And I also lost like 12 pounds in, it was like three and a half weeks. Um, and that was awesome too. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of good about our experience. And then on top of that, our Thanksgiving was interesting because so my parents came up and we have a very traditional Thanksgiving. Ooh, my parents before we talk really about like, before we talk about Thanksgiving, can I share my travel observations yes, yeah. to Fresno? Yes, because yes, definitely. I will. I want to agree with you in that that was probably one of the healthiest trips we've had. In that when we did eat out in Fresno, we went to restaurants that Jess and Bones really love, which are really great restaurants with really great ingredients. And then Jess cooked for us a lot. We actually ate at home a lot, which is really nice. It's really nice to have home-cooked meals. Yeah, it was was pleasant. And it puts a lot of control into, into the cook's hand when you're making things from scratch and... So that was really nice. I would say, because you talked about the airport being a challenge, and I would agree with that. The airport was probably the biggest challenge to navigate. And one thing I wanted to share is we were we had a layover, and we were walking around the airport, and we were really hungry, and we wanted to sit down in between flights, and we were like, let's go to a bar. Let's go to a bar. We'll sit down. We, oh, yeah. We went yeah. to this bar. We sat down, um, you had a beer, and we were sitting there, and we were looking over the menu, and I was like, ah, this is just, it looks, expe-. I was really hungry too, I was kind of teetering on the fuckets at that point, and I was like, ah, this is really expensive, and I don't think it's that good, we were watching some of the food come out, and we were just thinking, man, we can do better, I think we can do better. And so we ended up. Yeah, I was like, why am I going to spend like $23 on some shitty nachos yeah. or wings or, or burger. everything was fried and looked, it just didn't look good. Yeah, you know? it did. Yeah, it did not look good. And I was even thinking like, okay, I'd probably get a burger, but the burgers that I saw didn't look great. So we ended up getting up and we were walking around and we found this machine, this vending machine. And it was called, I think it was called the Farmer's Pantry. Man, that was like a beacon, a health beacon at the airport. And it was exactly that. It was a vending machine and it had salads and wraps and hard boiled eggs. And that was kind of fun. Yeah, that was cool. It was, yeah, it was the best vending machine i've ever seen (laughs) yeah we got some wraps and salads and hard-boiled eggs and had a little picnic in the airport before we got on our next flight so i will say we did look at the ingredients 
in the wraps and the salads. And because of the dressing and all that, there were some not so good and some questionable ingredients in there. But we thought, you know what? This is the best we can do with what we have right now. And so it felt good to make that decision in the moment. Quick Thanksgiving story. So we got back from Fresno and it was almost immediately Thanksgiving. So my parents came up for Thanksgiving and we're used to a pretty traditional Thanksgiving. Um, not that it's bad, but cooking, you know, like green bean casserole out of a can and the French fried onions out of the can and whatever. And my deal with them was we can do Thanksgiving and we can do it traditional. So like turkey, all the whatever, all the fixins, but everything will be homemade and everything will be made with non-toxic ingredients. And so they agreed. And I also enticed them with by saying, I'll do most of the cooking, which I did. And and it ended up being awesome. Um, made green bean casserole from completely from scratch, um, down to the French fried onions themselves. I made cream of mushroom soup, um, all homemade, um, mashed potatoes, pumpkin pie. The two, the two pies were probably my favorite part. We made mm-hmm. a pumpkin pie and like a chocolate cream pie, both from scratch. Homemade pie crust, which I had never made before, and ended up being pretty solid. Um, fantastic. Uh, those might've been my favorite part of Thanksgiving were the pies, but yeah, so that was, that was cool. And I think my parents enjoyed it too. Um, it took a little bit of extra work, but like really we, we spread it out over two days, um, and ended up not being a big deal. So it was, it was pretty awesome. Thanksgiving was awesome. I did zero cooking and I was just a pregnant lady enjoying the food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it was great. I'm glad we took that approach and made made things from scratch. And I also think it was just a fun I wasn't in the kitchen, but I think it was a fun shared experience, especially between you and your dad. Yeah, we made the pies together. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was really cool to yeah. to make things from scratch. He was my sous chef and my mom was like he, yeah. shout out to her because she was Johnny on the spot with getting dishes done man yeah she was she was really helpful with the dishes and all right so as we as we wrap up this episode i want to hear one one or two of your biggest takeaways from spending a month at the awakened warrior level yeah i think one of my probably my biggest takeaway is how simple and easy this can actually be to eat like this um it's not as hard or as expensive as people make it out to be and i think that's a really easy excuse that people make um so that leads into my second takeaway which something i've noticed with like the current state of health coaching um especially like instagram health coaches and whatever very rarely do health coaches push quality of food like they're talking about calories in, calories out, you know, getting a good getting good sleep, like whatever. Like macros. talking about all that, great. Macros, cool. Awesome. I think that's that's good to get people on the path. But I really think that especially some of these higher brow you know, Instagram coaches and whatever really need to start pushing for food quality. Talking about toxic ingredients that are scientifically proven to like lead to issues like Alzheimer's, cancer, whatever. 
um, heart disease. Um, and so don't use the price or the time as an excuse to not eat quality food because it's bullshit. And once you let go of that excuse and say, like, it's easier for me to stop at McDonald's or whatever, then you're, you're opening up new doors to start a new part of your life. Because truly, healthcare, the best healthcare is quality, high quality food. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay for it now, or you're going to pay a lot more for it later. So make that choice. Yeah, those are good. I, one of my takeaways is similar to that where this is not hard to do if you can commit to cooking more at home. Exactly. And I think when people hear cooking from scratch, they think, oh my God, that sounds really labor intensive. It can be. But one thing you and I have started doing lately is really simplifying what dinners look like. And we're basically, instead of doing these elaborate recipes, which are fun to do once in a while, we really focus on staples. So we have a protein, a vegetable, a starch. And those things are relatively easy and quick to prepare. So you cook your protein, you steam your vegetable, or you roast your vegetable, and then we make rice, potato, whatever our starch is for that Mm -hmm. night. And that's made things really easy. Because before it it did feel labor intensive because I was trying to find recipes. Yeah. And it led to lots of ingredients, lots of steps. And that did cost a lot. That does end up costing a lot. When you get real fancy with it, like, yeah, you're going to be spending money on ingredients, but keep it simple and it'll save you money and it'll save you a lot of time and stress and hassle. Keep it simple, stupid. That's right. The kiss kiss method. You got to kiss it. Yeah. Yeah. So. My other tech takeaway is we both found this. The fuck it's is the danger zone. Yeah. When you get overly hungry, that is a huge red flag. And so the goal is to always arm yourself with options and have options with you and on hand. And I forgot to mention this. We did this on travel. We packed. We had a big snack bag for the plane because we knew the airport was going to be rough to try to find quality snacks. And we also were aware of what they were going to give us on the plane. Yeah. And so we had a big part, that worked really bag. well. Yeah, that was that was really good. I've yeah. never done that before packing the way we did to go on a plane. Yeah. So that was and really I think helpful. also looking at travel is like a time where uh, like I'm talking like when you're actually traveling like in and out of airports, whatever, we don't have to be eating a ton. You're not doing that much mm-hmm. physically. So like you don't have to eat as much. You know, you don't have to sit down and eat like a full-on meal. Wait till yeah. you get wherever you're going. But yeah, we had like meat sticks and pumpkin seeds and stuff like that and it was fantastic. Yeah. So my last question as we wrap up is at the very beginning you talked about the Wild Health report and that meeting with your doctor served as a jumping off point that led us into this month of the awakened warrior status. So how do you maintain this momentum? Um, yeah, it's a great question. I think I just, I always tell my, I repeat a motto in my head a lot of times. I 
say be what you say you are and we talk about it on the podcast and so i feel an obligation to do it outside of this and also with the with the baby coming i want to be an example i want us to be an example of health and how to eat right and be healthy um and so and it's so simple it's so easy i ha- i mean i haven't felt the urge to sway off the path very much so um still haven't had fast food and i don't know just stick to it it's good it's so good for you and you're going to feel so much better and you don't have to cut stuff out make cookies with good ingredients make pizza with good ingredients none of those things have to stop just get wholesome nutritious ingredients and eat the damn cookie <laughs> i love it we're going to we're going to sign off there this has been another episode of the weekly warrior podcast and we'll see you next time bye bye <laughs>